This is a GRDC podcast. New region-specific fact sheets on root lesion nematodes incorporate six years of research and will help growers determine potential yield loss from nematodes on a season-by-season basis. The fact sheets will allow farmers to assess their risk of doing nothing and conversely, implementing management tactics to reduce root lesion nematode numbers in their soils. GRDC has made significant investments in better understanding the damage that root lesion nematodes can do. With the result, growers now have a much wider choice if they have nematodes in their paddocks. I spoke to Josh Fanning, who's a plant pathologist with Agriculture Victoria, about the fact sheets and also the size of the current knowledge bank encompassing root lesion nematodes. Well, it's one of those nematodes or diseases that basically keeps coming up in everything you do. I've been around working on this for five, six years now. We've just finished a six-year project on root lesion nematode, and we think we've got a lot of things sussed out, but there's still a lot we certainly don't know. We've tried to incorporate everything we do know and what we've found out over the last six years into this current fact sheet that we've got. But I suppose in science, the more you do science, the more you realise you don't know. So let's talk a bit about the fact sheet. As you say, it's the result of six years of research and putting it together. What is new in it? Because you did an early fact sheet, didn't you? So what's new in this one? So this one here has really pulled together all the data. So there was an economic study done in there. So it sort of goes into the economic implications of that. It's got a few different examples of situations that growers could be in in the fact sheet and it's got the new predictor B risk categories in there. So part of our work over the last few years is to go through all the historic data and as you say there's been a lot of work done on root lesion nematodes in a lot of regions over a number of years and so we've collated all that data into a big spreadsheet and then we've gone back and looked at it and People go to us, oh, well, I didn't see yield losses due to nematodes, and they're right. They probably didn't in that year. So these new predictor B risk categories are going to show that seasonal effect of what we see in diseases. And we know that even in foliar diseases, there's some years you get disease and there's some years that you don't. And even when you see the disease, you may not get yield loss. So how is that manifested in this chart? What are you actually showing? So in the new predictor B risk categories, we've done for both root lesion nematodes in the southern region, Pratolancus neglectus and Pratolancus thornii, We've categorised seasons into three different types of seasons. So a conducive season, which is when you're likely to see or the number of seasons we've observed yield losses due to nematodes. We've got an intermediate season, which is sort of a season that you do see a few yield losses, but not huge numbers, and they're they're a lot less than what you would expect. And then non-conducive seasons, so years that you wouldn't see yield losses at all. And so for the Pratolancus neglectus and Pratolancus thornii, the two root lesion nematodes in the southern region, we classified 40% of seasons as being conducive. So we see yield losses in 40% of seasons. In 30% of seasons, we see smaller yield losses. And then 30% of seasons, we don't see any yield losses. All based on historical data? Yes. So there has been some trials within. There's definitely been some trials over the last six years, which have also been incorporated into that. But that's basically all that data from this project and every other project that we've been able to access over the years into those risk categories. And another important point, the fact sheets are northern, southern and western. Yes, so there's three fact sheets, one for each state, and the one that I've focused on and had had a lot to do with is the southern region fact sheet. You mentioned earlier some little sort of, I suppose, sidebar anecdotes giving a farmer's perspective. Tell me a little bit about them. 
Yes, in the project that we've just completed, we've been lucky enough to have some biometricians on the project and that's really allowed us to work out We've got different nematode resistance ratings and those resistance ratings we can now sort of, we can't predict what's going to happen, but we, we've got a much better idea of what's going to happen. So if you grow a resistant variety, we've got a much better idea of what's going to happen at each pre-sowing nematode density. So we know that with lower pre-sowing nematode densities, we see higher multiplication rates. So at the end of the season, we're going to have higher nematode densities. And with higher nematode densities at the start of the season, we're seeing a lower multiplication rate. And that's allowed us, by averaging some of that data together, we've been able to sort of predict what happens when you grow different resistant rating varieties. So there's some examples in there of a grower. So if you're, you start off with, say, 30 nematodes per gram of soil, if you grow a resistant variety, that might drop down to, say, 10 nematodes per gram of soil and it gives some of those examples and then it lists some of those varieties as well and links back to the disease guides which have the up-to-date ratings. So it's really helpful for growers or we're hoping it's going to help growers be able to work out if they get a result back of so many nematodes per gram of soil in their soil, what do they do to manage it? And then if they link it with the predictor B risk categories, if they don't do anything to manage it, what sort of yield losses they would expect to see. Josh Fanning from Agriculture Victoria. Now, following on from that GRDC investment, there's another investment that GRDC has made in better understanding the relationship that root lesion nematodes may or may not have on other soil-borne diseases. John Baker is also a plant pathologist with Agriculture Victoria. What we want to look at is not just root lesion nematodes, but how they interact with other diseases that farmers might find. So example of that is we're looking at combinations of root lesion nematode and rhizoctonia. And we're also looking at crown rot in rhizoctonia and crown rot and root lesion nematode. When you say interact, obviously you can have more than one disease in the soil at the same time. Yeah, that's right. So what we mean by interaction is we mean when we look at rhizoctonia or when we look at root lesion nematode or crown rot, we understand what yield losses you can expect from each pathogen individually. What we don't understand is whether or not a combination of pathogen A and pathogen B, is that going to be greater than AB or is it going to be less than AB or is it going to be exactly equal to AB? And so that's what we're hoping to find out to better inform farmers. Why is it important to know that? It's important because in the predictor B tests, we aren't just finding one pathogen. We are often finding different combinations. So what we have identified are the important combinations per region and then use these combinations to see what we are actually going to find. Aren't they tackling them in the same way, you know, in terms of their rotations, etc.? Disease risk categories will identify, like, if you've got a risk for root lesion nematode, and that will give you the variety, and you might plant a resistant variety for root lesion nematode, but they don't always line up. So if you've got crown rot in high risk and root lesion nematode in high risk, then what variety are you going to select to reduce both risks? So that's what we're going to hope to find out. So the aim of the project is really all about how to manage multiple diseases, is that right? Yeah, that's right. So we want to identify which combinations are the higher risk for farmers and then uh, develop management strategies to combat that. The project is about cereals. Are pulses involved in it as well? We're focusing on cereals just for the trial work, but what we're also trying to do is, because we don't have a great understanding of soil-borne diseases in pulse or oilseed crops, we're also looking at doing surveys for those crops. So what we're doing 
is we're asking farmers if they've identified a patch that might be ill-thrifty or a bit bare, if they can send those samples in and then we can identify what disease may be causing that patch. And that fits this project because you are looking at multiple diseases and how they impact on the uh, farmer's bottom line. Yeah, that's correct. So we're, we're identifying the combinations of, of the diseases and how they interact together. And by doing the survey as well, we're also hoping to identify diseases of importance for future projects. And then we can hopefully get a better understanding of that. Agriculture Victoria plant pathologist John Baker. And before John, I spoke to Josh Fanning on the new GRDC root lesion nematode fact sheets. My name is Chris Brown.